This is Skip Hall, welcoming you to Heart of the Athlete, brought to you by the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, featuring athletes, coaches, and sports personalities of the Treasure Valley. Well, good morning, folks, and welcome to the Heart of the Athlete, the local FCA. That's the Fellowship of Christian Athletes radio show here on 94.1 FM here on KBXL. And uh, I'm Ken Lewis. I'm the director for FCA here in Idaho. And in the studios, our co-host this morning, Pablo Moreno. Good morning, Ken. Uh, Pablo is on staff here with FCA in Ada County, and uh, so it's great to have you with me this morning. And then in our studio this morning is our, our guest this morning, our head softball coach at Northwest Nazarene University, Rich Wagner. Rich, it's great to have you here. Thanks, Ken. Thanks, Pablo. Well, folks, we just want to thank our sponsors, and uh, we, without them and God using them, we wouldn't be able to hear what God's doing in, in the lives of coaches and athletes uh, here on the airs of KBXL. And first of all, Mike Verdon Auto and RV Sales there at uh, Fairview and Eagle Road uh, at 2653 uh, Fairview Avenue. We appreciate his support, longtime supporter of FCA, not only this radio show, but the FCA ministry in general. And uh, if you've got, uh, if you're looking for an RV or a car, definitely drive by and take a look at what they got. Talk to the fellows in there and, and talk to Mike. Also, uh, Skip Hall, former uh, Boise State football coach. We appreciate his his support, Hall & Associates. Uh, uh, any Anything that you need, any questions answered about wealth management, services, investing, uh, things about trust or uh, 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 different uh, uh, corporate accounts, uh, those guys can help you out there. So we appreciate their support. As well as Jim's Well Drain. If you need a well drilled, Jim's the guy to do it. Man, a great man of God and, and does great work. And uh, got offices here in the Boise area and McCall. And then Awakenings Coffee, just down the, the road here on Overland and Five Mile. A great place to, uh, I know, Pablo, we've met there several times. They had some meetings. and Great place. Yeah, it's a, a great atmosphere and, 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 and uh, great coffee. And, and they got some other snacks and desserts, too. So, Well, Rich, it's, it's great to have you in the studio this morning and, and on the show. And, and uh <clears throat> Uh, how many years have you been coaching now there at NNU? Uh, I've been the head softball coach. It's my sixth season. So, and I was a baseball assistant for a while before that. Uh-huh. And you guys had a, had a, great, a great season last year. Tell us a little bit about that. Um, yeah, we had a pretty good season. I mean, I think if you asked our team, we wish we would have done a little better. Um, but considering where the program was, I've, I feel pretty proud of our girls and um, we finished 23 and 27 going into the last weekend. We were 500, 23 and 23, um, sitting third in the conference, which would have put us in the tournament. And then it just so happens that a team came to town that ended up winning 17 straight and going to the regional tournament. Wow. And we were part of that 17 straight that they won. So we lost all four and didn't make it. Um, so that was a little bit discouraging considering I think every game was close going into the last inning. Um, but yeah, really good season. Um, young team, so all of them are coming back. We lost a senior pitcher and a senior girl out of the bullpen. Um, you know, and those were strong leaders on our team. You know, I mean, like some of our spiritual leaders, spiritual captains. So they were they're tough to replace. In fact, they're probably not replaceable just mm -hmm. because of the type of people they are. I mean, you guys know how yeah. that is when you get a godly person. Um, yeah. It was pretty incredible what they did for our team. So. Um, this year's been great. We've had a uh, new staff come on. 
that has been, you know, you know, you know, one of our staff members, he's part of FCA. That's right. Coach Tim Souza. That's right. And he's been a, you know, a blessing to, um, just the leadership side, doing some leadership training and some spiritual training. So that has helped replace that void, you know, and then, you know, God's been leaning that on my heart a lot. And I think that's been the biggest change this season for me. But yeah, last season was a good, great season, but I think that our girls are ready for a really special season this year. That's cool. So it sounds like, I mean, I know you guys are kind of experiencing at least a resurgence of on the win loss column, but it sounds like God is doing some other things, you know, with, like you said, with your staff and on a spiritual level. So that's neat. Now, now you played baseball at NNU. What years were you? Yeah, there. Uh, I was there ninety four to ninety eight. Um, played for the Northwest Nazarene College Crusaders. Crusaders. Yeah, it's no longer the Crusaders over there. And it's there, no longer it? college you get either. That right. <laughs> yeah. So things change and move forward for the better. Um, so, but yeah, I played there, and same thing. You know, our baseball program. Was not great when I was there at all. Um, we didn't win a ton of games. We were always competitive, just didn't have that winning program. And now, you know, through people working hard, um, like Coach Rocky Musgraves and the mm-hmm. old coaching staff that, you know, worked hard, they're all, I mean, that program is great. And that's kind of what we've been trying to do with this program. Trying is to parallel coming, that, yeah. yeah. I mean, I feel like the groundwork was laid on that program. They're one of the top programs in you know, in the Northwest. And I feel like our program can do the exact same thing. So, and I feel like we are pretty close to that already. So that's great. And I know that you, uh, you were second team all conference mm-hmm. in 97 and 90, 1998 yep. in the Cascade conference. So that's back when NNC was in the Cascade conference. NAI, yep. NAI. And, uh, what position did you play or positions? Uh, I played, I played, I was left. I'm left-handed, so I played outfield and first. But I just hit. I mean, I'll be honest. I was a hitter. I, I, I'm not the greatest athlete. I can. I got. You know, God gave me the ability to hit a baseball, and um, so they just put me where they needed me. And you know, I, I mean, I, I tell everybody, my kids are my my two young kids are pretty good athletes, and I tell everyone it has nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> like my wife is an incredible athlete, and I was not a great athlete. God just gave me the ability to hit a baseball. So, hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it was fun. I had great times. And that's what I try to rein, you know, reinstill in my players is that, you know, I don't remember as much of my playing time as I do the time in college meeting people and, you know, going and doing whether it's chapel or evening chapels or barbecues on campus, stuff like that. Those social times hmm. were some of the greatest times of my life and created some of my lifelong friends and you know spiritual friends that I call when I need something so um, that's kind of where we've moved you know I've really had that change this last year in my mind of I feel like I feel like winning is not about as much about coaching it's Mm -hmm. almost about getting out of the way and letting God do his work Mm -hmm. so and it's been a fun month or so because it's been you know reaffirmed in some of the things some of the conventions we've gone to some of the people I've got to right. meet. So it's been cool. Yeah. You just went, went uh, you were down in Las Vegas here um, just recently and uh, you, you get to, you get to hang out with some FC, some other fellowship of Christian athlete folks. And, and by the way, folks, uh, uh, FCA does have a lot of sports specific ministries. I know here locally in the treasure Valley, we're, you know, general, you know, we're on campuses and, 
and uh, you know doing campus ministry, but also with camps. But uh, you got to hang out with some FCA softball folks down yeah. there in Vegas. When yep. was that? It was a couple of weeks ago? Uh, we just got back on Saturday. Oh, okay. So it was all, almost all of last week. And it was pretty incredible, you know, and that's kind of where we've been moving into that direction of consistently what I hear from top coaches, you know, at the coll- collegiate level, at the college level, whether it be football, basketball, baseball, softball, is, you know, it's about the kid, which I'm so grateful for that because I was a youth pastor before I started going full-time coaching, and I do this because of relationships mm-hmm. with kids, and I've been missing that a little bit, and I think that has to do with building a program that was, mm-hmm. you know, a losing program. I mean, this program won three games in in a year, you know, and six oh, games oh, my first year. Man. So, yeah, it was mm-hmm. a building process, right? Lots mm-hmm. of losing, and now the winning is fun, and it's a, it has a lot to do with the athletes that we bring in, and, and, you know, I'm sure we can talk about them in a little bit. But going down there, I mean, you hear the World Series – champion, you know, Patty Gasso, talk about God is first in her program. Wow. You know, it's like when once you learn that it's about the athletes and the relationships that they're building with their teammates and trying to create a relationship with God, then the winning comes and the winning takes care of itself. It right. just totally, you know, just reaffirmed what we've been talking about. And a lot of it is Coach Souza coming in and and giving some of that time into the spiritual because when you're kind of a solo coach it's hard to to balance you know the coaching, so much on your plate yeah, administration and then oh i would really like to get into some spiritual counseling with my players but there's just not that time and you know stepping back it feels like an excuse because that should be number one mm-hmm. so it's just been a blessing to be able to get into that i think it's so important and it was really um just capitalized on when I was there last week, listening to, I mean, honestly, every one of the top coaches in the country at the college level, every one of them said something about the spiritual growth in their program and how God can be first. And you're talking about Alabama, Oklahoma, you know, I mean, it's (laughs) just pretty cool, you know, when you're hearing that kind of stuff. So it was, it was pretty, uh, it was pretty ground shaking for me to be able to be, you know, it's almost like God saying, yep, this is exactly what you need to be doing. It's confirming that in you. And that wasn't like a separate class. Was it like, hey, if you want to know <laughs> the spiritual component, this was just... No. Uh-uh. Wow. So FCA really gets involved in this. Uh, um, it's the NFCA, National Fast Pitch Coaches Association. Um, they really get involved, and they did like a breakfast. They did a dinner. Um, the dinner was outstanding. It was Patty Gasso and her husband, Jimmy. And then it was Dot Richardson and her husband, Bob, who I believe started FCA softball. That's right. And we got, that was, that was after in the evening, mm-hmm. like at like 10 o'clock at night, it started. Huh. So it was way after all the classes and stuff. And it was just, it was about your relationship, your marriage, balancing it with coaching. Cause that's, you know, I mean, the divorce rate in coaching is really mm-hmm. high because coaches are just, you know, right. we're, we want to win. So Right. Um, so it was really awesome, and we just got to get down to the nitty-gritty with them. And they're, I mean, literally sat up there with their Bibles in their laps and were reading verses to us about what they, you know, how they keep their marriage together. And, mm-hmm. and then Patty got into what she did in her program to keep God first and centered. It was pretty cool to hear, you know. Wow. I mean, very, very personal. No... Mm. You know, almost putting them in an uncomfortable seat because it was so personal. Right. So, but then in the, even in the classes, Pablo, it was like um, in the classes when we got 
into the drills and all that, a lot of them still like, hey, listen, winning is making sure that our athletes' minds are right, making mm. sure that you know they're in a good place, and the best place to be is a relationship with God. So wow. it was cool. I mean, That's yeah, cool. the opening class was about leadership, and that was with um, Patrick Murphy from Alabama, mm -hmm. um, and then three of the other top coaches, that Auburn coach, uh, the former LSU coach, um, and there was one more up there, and I, uh, I'm sorry, it was Tuesday. I can't remember. <laughs> I mean, after going through 50 hours of training, I can't remember every one of them. But a lot of sessions. They were, yeah, they were top notch. And you know, across the board, Patrick Murphy opened it, and it, it was all about what he does with his players and God's first. Hmm. So I mean, it was a pretty sweet experience. That's cool. And coach, um, so you've been you were an athlete at NNU for about four years. You helped with the with the men's baseball program for six years. Is that right? Oh, uh, yeah. About six yeah. years and took a little break in between and now with the women's team for about six years as well. Mm -hmm. um, what are some habits that you've formed now that you've, you've been there in the, in the grind for a while, you know, and, and you've started something from scratch, basically. What are some habits you've formed that have helped you to not, to not get discouraged? Like you said, you're winning maybe three games the first year, you know, to not get discouraged, but to, to, to not let your, your faith and joy be circumstantial based, but, you know, rooted in Christ and, and that you weren't affected how has that changed over the years? Um, I'm gonna say that the, I'm not gonna say that it was all roses. You know, I'm not gonna say that I didn't get frustrated. I'm not gonna say that our athletes didn't get frustrated. But I think that seeing the process happen before, and you know, I love to win. I love to win. And when it comes to coaching, um, I think the biggest asset that I have is I I wasn't a great athlete. I had to grind as a player. You know, I had to literally put the time in hours and hours and hours so i knew the work it took to be a good player mm -hmm. you know i mean like i'll be honest guys like i wasn't fast mm -hmm. none of that stuff i could hit and i forced people <laughs> to put me in the lineup and so i think that's probably the asset that i had coming into coaching was that i knew the grind i knew what it took to be a good player so i knew what it would take to be a good um you know to change that program and for the program mm -hmm. to go from bad to good and and i honestly you know the staff we had when i was on the baseball program it was a grind you know mm -hmm. i mean going from i think i think my senior year we won 13 games and then two years later i was on staff and i think we won 11 my first on staff and then we ended up you know when i left they were in the 30s wow so mm -hmm. seeing that you know it was kind of cool to walking into a program kind of having a roadmap on how to build a program and how to do things um, I think the biggest equalizer, though, where I, I kind of got, kind of got put on my face for a little bit, was obviously switching from males to females, coaching, you know, and that took me about three to four years to really understand the female athlete and how special they are, you mm -hmm. know. And when I say special, I mean w females are are a gift from God, you know, mm -hmm. and and being able to understand their personalities and you know it's a little bit different, right? Like mm -hmm. motivating a female is way more different than motivating a male. Like yeah, there's us, differences. Yeah, yeah. Us boys, we like being challenged, like get up, you know, get, get in, in my face, yes, yeah. get in my face, <laughs> yell at me, coach, yell Smack at the me. Helmet. Yeah, let's go. And, and you know, the female athlete, they really enjoy the feel good. They want to know that you care about them. They want to know mm -hmm. that uh, they want to have a good time to be honest. And, mm -hmm. and that's when our team, this special group of kids that I have right now, 
they play really well when they are having fun. That's cool. So, and mm -hmm. it was, once again, I heard that. It, I, it, a lot of that has to do with the generation, too. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I think that there's a lot of studies on that right now. So Simon Sunday has some good stuff about millennials and the yep. whole next generation. So that's yeah. cool. Well, so you've been coaching for a while. And, and you know, I just want to ask a question maybe for some young adults that are listening or, or parents of young adults. What have you found to be one of the biggest distractions for you know, young adults who are trying to balance school, sports, and their faith. What, what's been the one big thing, thing that's knocked them off the train tracks? Believe it or not, that's an easy answer. And it's what's sitting in front of me right here. And it's a telephone. Wow. Cell phone. Number one distraction in class, mm -hmm. during the season, the whole nine yards is social media. Hmm. Number one. I mean, I, I've, I'm a firm believer that... You know, I, I think that social media obviously is a is a stream of that we can use as for the good, know, for the good, for <laughs> yeah. faith. You know, but man, it is a distraction. Like um, we've had actually in the last three years, we've had two girls uh, flunk out, and I will contribute at one hundred percent to the un inability to get away from their phone when they're studying or when they're doing things. And unfortunately, you know, I have a thirteen-year-old daughter. Schools are allowing them to take their phones into class and use their phones and be on their phones. And we're talking about like the seventh grade, you know, I mean, oh, wow. I'm getting text messages from my daughter in the middle of the day. What are you doing? Yeah. You know, I mean, I just, I'm a firm believer that, you know, our society is shifting and we have to learn how to create some, you know, structure for these kids mm -hmm. with all this freedom they have, because there is way too much freedom mm -hmm. on the internet and on social media. And it's, it's almost scary. It really is. And I'm at the college level. Mm. So I see that, right. you know, we try to stay on our kids with social media. Like you can't retweet or whatever it is, you know, you can't do that kind of stuff because it's a reflection of who you are. Even if it's, oh, that was a cool thing. I'm going to retweet right. that. You That's know? right. That's an extension of who you are now. Yes. It's out there. Yeah. Yep. It's amazing. Cause they, you know, the college athletes, I mean, they, they look like adults, they, they say they're adults, they act like adults, but yet we still have to, I mean, even us as adults, <laughs> we need those those boundaries and those guidelines and those sidelines and for those kind of things to, to help us and to uh, stay focused. So Yeah, the phone is such a distraction. I mean, it, it's and it's taking away from socializing. These kids, they don't have a, someone right in front of them yeah. to talk to. They're looking into a phone and there's no consequence to what they type, you know. There's no immediate consequence at all. There's no um, emotion attached. So, you know, I mean, it's just, it's sad to see. And, and I think as coaches, we get to see, you know, in our teams, you know, there's lots of inner turmoil that is created through stuff like that. You know, I mean, like we literally have to sometimes teach our kids how to um, get over a conflict, Right, conflict resolution because <laughs> they create conflicts through their cell phone. Yeah. Because oh well, I didn't mean it to come across that way. Well, that's because there was nobody in front of you and you didn't see the reaction on their face yeah. to be able to bounce back. And now this person's been holding a grudge for a week because right. they think that you said something to them. You know, it's just it's a complete. Dist I mean, it's tough. It's a really tough animal to deal with. Right. I've, I've heard people, young people say, hey, well, I didn't mean to offend you. I, you know, it wasn't meant to be offended, but yet the offense was taken. And I think people, you know, that like you're saying, the, the, the separation between uh, intention and uh, what people are trying to communicate and, and 
I think social media has kind of taken away a little bit of well, a lot, maybe of, you know, what are the power of our words and our tongue, you know? Uh, so yeah, I think it's even like a great reminder of the importance of, I mean, you're in a great position coach to influence these student athletes to not find their identity in mm. how many hits they get. You know, I, it, right. it's true. We live in a time, but it's, it's the, I didn't have a cell phone until I was a freshman in college. I mean, like you said, you're a seventh grader. You know what I mean? They're getting younger and younger when they're getting it. So what a great reminder to instill in these young adults the importance of finding their identity in, in, in Christ, right? Mm-hmm. Their, their, their peace in Jesus, their joy in, in the Lord. And because um, it's true, it's a battle. And it's, it's probably going to get worse. I mean, we're going to live in a time real shortly where students didn't know anything but social media. You know what I mean? I knew a time before MySpace. Yeah, some of these students yeah. are like, what's MySpace? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, you know, just bringing it back to the Lord. And, man, what yeah. a great position you're in to remind them the peace of the Lord is real. I mean, some of these kids, they get depressed if they're not, they don't have double digits in the hits. Yeah. You know, so they'll like right. their own stuff, so they yeah. get 10 hits. It's yeah. weird times, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I think when you add all the stuff that we have to deal with in life, you know, whether it's, you know, drugs, alcohol, um, you know, obviously sex, the things that they have to deal with growing up, like just normal stuff that yeah. we dealt with. Now you magnify that mm-hmm. because it's just a touch away mm-hmm. to be able to, you know, I mean, you think about if there's a predator out there, you know, and a predators can come in all shapes and forms, right? Like it could be a high school kid that's interested in a girl and there's no boundaries anymore. Mm-hmm. There's not, there's really not. They can type right. whatever they want. You know, and I mean, and bullying's happening through social media or mm-hmm. through texting, and it's just really, really sad. And being a parent, man, it scares me to death. You know, I mean, so and it's just it's funny because it takes our time too, right? Like I'm a huge sports. I'm a Seattle guy, Seattle fan through and through. Everybody knows that about me. Uh, and it's winter meetings right now, man. I'm like, I find myself refreshing my Twitter feed constantly, like, what's going on? What's going on? And it's like, man, you've been. So you've wasted 30 wasted minutes. Wasted time, yeah. 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 Like, so, I mean, we as adults, we, you know, we're the example. Yeah. Yep. Well, Coach, I, you know, as I know we have a couple minutes left here, and um, I I just sense in you, I mean, as you were talking about, you know, your coaching career, and I know you've been involved in youth ministry. I know you've been a believer for a while, a long time. And uh, I just sense Scott's really doing a special thing in you as a, you know, you've been a, a, a Christian you know, a coach that's a Christian, but I, I just sense that God is just kind of bringing a resurgence of, of all these things that He's God's been putting on you, and, and it's neat that you're at and at Northwest Nazarene University, and that you're, uh, you know, wanting to, you know, see discipleship happen amongst your athletes, and um, I don't know any any comments about that, just as as what God's doing in you as far as uh, as a Christian coach. Yeah, I mean. It's, you know, it's always been a goal of mine. I'm, I mean, I, I grew up a, a youth pastor's kid, you know, so um, Christ has been centered in my life for a really, really long time. And I think that when you get into, you know, when you, we talked about it earlier, when you go through the three win seasons and the, you know, your ego gets hit pretty good and you're trying to build a program um, and you forget why you're doing it, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think this last really it's been about 24 months where i've seen you know i'm getting to see uh full classes come through my program right. you know kids that are freshmen and graduate and when i see my you know i see my kids graduate 
Um, something was said at the convention that really struck home with me, and it was Patrick Murphy. And he said, I don't coach my kids for four years. I coach them for life. Mm-hmm. You know, And I want that relationship with my players. I want to make sure they understand that if they're going through a hard time, my family's there for them. They're an extension of our family. Wow. Um, and that's just been a really big – because, you know, I mean, as a coach, especially the head coach, you can be the big bad wolf a lot. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of the seat I've sat in a little bit. Yeah. And that's not my personality. I really would like to, you know, mentor kids. Um, and so I'm really trying to figure out a way to get back into that role. Um, and like I said, God has been great with our with the staff we've had, um, you know, people wanting to come out and help now. And Coach Souza coming over, who's really ingrained in FCA, you know. And so, I mean, he's, you know, he's a he's a his wisdom has been great for me. You know, and it's, you know, and I think that right there goes to show you I'm the head coach and my assistant really gives me a lot, you know, hey, it's gives good me to be a, teachable. Yes, yeah, that's right. Being and, humble. Yep. And I think that, you know, that's when you take that step, when you realize that you can learn from other people. And, and that's what I'm trying to do right now. I'm just trying to figure out how to take the steps to be more of a mentor to all my players, you know, and I, and I was able to do that in the baseball world. You know, I mean, I have some of my best friends are my players mm-hmm. that played for me, you know, yeah. and it was because there was a mentoring. Well, that was a male-male situation, you know, like I could really relate to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's just taken some time to figure out where I fit mentoring the females in, in this game of softball, you know. So, um, yes, God is doing a big work, and I believe it too. It has to do with being a dad, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, so, I mean, being a dad, I'm just trying my best to figure out um, day to day, right? Trying to go day to day on being a parent, how to do that. So, um, yeah, man, it's it's a that's great being an NNU. It's a you know that's a great opportunity to you know there's no strings when it comes to your faith. Well, it sounds like there's some neat ministry going yes. on, and and folks, if you want to catch um, any of these softball games coming up this this uh, spring and the spring season in 2018, where can they get the information on that? What's your guys' website over there? Uh, NNUSports.com. Okay. Well, great. Well, Coach, it has been a pleasure and a blessing from the Lord to to have you on the air this morning. Well, thank you guys. It's been a blessing to be here. I enjoy coming on every time. And you guys are a huge, I mean, the outreach that you guys do is unbelievable. Um, And just in case nobody knew this, you're such a great guy. Your daughter has been donating her time to our team. She's she's been coming out, donating her time four days a week. And I think that just goes to show, you know, the type of guy you are. And she, man, Coach, she is unbelievable. Our girls love her. Sweet. Um, she's coming out and doing a ton of yeah, stuff for us. She's going to be friends with those gals yep. as cool as a freshman. So It's been awesome. Well, Sarah, thanks, Sarah's Coach. great. Yep. I appreciate that. Well, Pablo, it's been great to have you on the air. Thanks, Kay. It's been fun. Well, folks, if you want more information about the Fellowship of Christian Athletes here in Idaho and what's going on here in the ministry, if you want to get involved, you can go to fcaidaho.org and you can hit the contact us Uh, a little link there and put some information there and we'll get back with you so well you guys it's great great having you on the air have a great day folks Uh